Before we get started, since we recorded today's episode, much of the UK went into Tier 4 restrictions. Many countries have banned travel from there, and Los Angeles is on its way to becoming the epicenter of the virus in the US. While we were and are trying to remain in a festive mood, we are very mindful that people all over the world are hurting, either from the effects of the virus or from the effects of the restrictions. So as always, stay safe, mask up, and try not to travel if you don't need to. Welcome to Affected By, a weekly podcast that explores the way COVID-19 is affecting our professional lives, how we cope, pivot, and make it work at work. I'm Tamara. And I'm Pavel. And we are live event producers who, like millions of others in our industry, have been impacted by the current pandemic. So we decided to make the most of our downtime and talk to people from different industries to find out how they are transforming their work experience, finding inspiration, and figuring out how to keep working and stay sane in the process. Happy holidays! Happy holidays, everyone. Welcome to our very first holiday episode. Um, kind of spontaneously, because as it so happens, Tamara and I, we bumped into each other <laughs> at a virtual holiday party uh, at, fr- from one of our uh, mutual clients that we work for, for one of the agencies that we both work for. We did, and it was actually super fun. We both dressed up, which I'm very proud of us for. I was treating myself today uh, in in honor of the virtual Christmas party. So I bought a new jacket uh, because I was thinking, you know what? It's a virtual Christmas party, but I'm still going to buy it. Like, if (laughs) if it wasn't virtual, I was still going to wear that jacket. Absolutely. And I think it's important to keep those festive traditions going. Exactly. And speaking of virtual Christmas parties, this is not the only thing, obviously, that has gone virtual this year. As you know, this entire podcast is dedicated <laughs> to things that have been affected by this pandemic and where things had to go virtual or things had to be reinvented. And uh, office Christmas parties is just one of these things in the equation. Yep, absolutely. We want to talk about what's going on in the world of seasonal workers. Mm-hmm. And we want to share with you a last minute gift guide um, so that if you haven't gotten your last minute work gifts, your business gifts, your client gifts, uh, we have a few tips for you. And before we get into all of this, you know the (laughs) drill. Follow us on whatever preferred podcasting platform you are subscribed to. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. Get in touch with us at affectedbypod at gmail.com, especially going into the new year. Let us know what you like, what you dislike, what you would like to hear, if you would like to be featured on this pod. And um, yeah, just engage with us on all the social media platforms at affectedbypod. Yes, please. That is all we want for Christmas. (laughs) All we want for Christmas is you, listener. (laughs) Neither one of us is going to go sing this song because uh, no no there's not an auto tune in the world and also we're kind of buzzed after this holiday party so <laughs> so this is yes. this is an impromptu episode um, it is Tamara and pavel uh uncut <laughs> by the cheers. way by the way cheers first of all cheers and Tamara looks gorgeous um and pavel looks very handsome and festive 
Thank you. So uh, let's dive right in with our first topic. Okay, so we are going to talk just a little bit about seasonal workers. Mm -hmm. Um, We have talked about this a bunch, and we were thinking about, you know, normally at the holidays, so many people get hired. There's extra retail workers. There's people who um, do gift wrapping. Mm -hmm. There's all kinds of things. And, of course, the most important... Santa. 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 So even though that Fauci said that Santa Claus has quote unquote innate immunity and he will not be spreading COVID-19 to anyone this Christmas, you know, I was thinking about what do you do if you want to see Santa, but you don't want to see Santa? What happened to mall Santas this year? during COVID. From what we've read, and as you probably know, especially if you have children, they're still doing a mall Santa thing and it's a little bit different. You can't sit on his lap, which is maybe a good thing. Um, And you can still get your picture and all of that. But I think a lot of people don't even feel comfortable with going to a mall, whether it's an outdoor mall Mm -hmm. or an indoor mall. So we've really seen a lot of innovations. There's apps where you can have Santa talk to your kids and there's Zoom mm-hmm. or there's just different um, app, you know, applications where you can get your Santa fix without being exposed. And a couple that we found, and we're going to put all of this in the show notes if you need mm-hmm. to find it. So if you still haven't taken your kids to see Santa, there is one that's called Bring Santa Home <laughs> and there's bringsantahome.com. And then there's another one and this is the app and it's called Chit Chat with Santa. So you can still have that little Santa moment. Your kids can tell tell Santa what they want for Christmas and all of that and still have that festive experience without taking that risk. Yeah. And and I think this is th- this is so great because it it shows something that we've um already explored on this podcast over the last couple of weeks and months. The the inventiveness um that people have shown during these times to keep their businesses going, to find a way of of offering the services that they would normally do in a more in-person context and just going virtual. So uh, so for me, this is just um, such a fun thing to experience because it sounds weird, but and, and maybe somebody's going to take offense at that, but to me... This is just as American as apple pie to have your mall <laughs> Santa and the belief yeah. in Santa and and it is, yeah, it is something that 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 I love about you know America. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I agree, and and so since I think we've talked about this, but Pavel is from Germany, right? And I recently, a couple of years ago, had the opportunity to go to Germany and I discovered <laughs> the biggest thing about Germany, which are the German Christmas markets, which were I just amazing and beautiful. And they're just something that um, we don't have here and that yeah. are just fabulous there are these markets in every city and multiple, multiple markets. And um, I, I was really thinking about and wondering what is going on with the Christmas markets during COVID. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you're really touching upon uh, one of the the 
the main economic drivers, so to speak, for Christmas markets in Germany. Obviously, tourism is such a big player in this. And people from all across Europe and even across the world flocking to different German cities, especially like in the Southwest, to experience these Christmas markets. Um, and so that obviously has taken a big hit in, you know, this year, especially, and, uh, you know, with, with respect to COVID. So, um, talking about cultural, you know, staples during Christmas, like this <laughs> is so ingrained with German cultures. And for, you know, for those of you who, who don't know, so, so Christmas markets is basically just, um, a thing that happens, the last week of November and all throughout December, which is a collection of booths, usually at a, you know, a, a public place, like a, like a city kind of town hall, like, like in a central, in a central location in a city where you have these booths of vendors who, who sell malt wines and like little Christmas presents, a lot of like crafts and gifts. And, and it is a big seasonal tradition, A, because, um, because it brings people to, like it kind of rings in the holiday spirit and the holiday season. But also it is uh, literally a place where just a couple of decades ago, people were predominantly buying their Christmas presents. So this is kind of the tradition and the, the, the cultural heritage of Christmas markets. It's it's a way for people to connect during the Christmas season to bring a little bit of light into kind of like the dark uh, mm -hmm. season. And then for, for vendors and for people to... So for vendors to sell things and for people to buy presents. And uh, so there are a bunch of like traditional foods and drinks like the malt wine and and your uh, your your kale soup with all the sausages in it. Like it's it it is definitely like I said about the mall centers is as American as American pie. Like it's the Christmas markets in Germany is probably as German as beer or engineering. <laughs> so it really has its fixed place in the cultural consciousness of people. Christmas markets are traditionally a place for mass gatherings. They were they were facing this this big challenge of um, the lockdown. And so yeah. this is obviously one of the industries that was heavily impacted by COVID. Um, we've already mentioned that it is big for tourism. So tourism is gone. Mm -hmm. So the influx of people who are potentially buying. But then also, if you look at the vendors, they're traditionally a little older, not as tax savvy as you would think. Like, I mean, if you're looking at going virtual, that's a big challenge for a lot of the vendors because nobody's really ready to sell their things on Etsy. Like, uh, yeah. a, a lot of those seasonal workers probably get 50 to 70 percent of their annual revenue from these christmas markets so that is wow. a huge a huge um drop in in um you know revenue and 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 potentially like threatening to to their to their business existence so obviously there were workarounds and uh so there are drive-throughs on drive-ins, oh. which are really interesting. So where uh, you basically purchase a ticket up front and then you have a stretch of like 
two to three miles of booths and mm-hmm. you just interact with people from your car and you still get to buy your beverages and your food and your little Christmas knickknacks here and there. But uh, in larger cities, what I found was particularly interesting, the workaround that they found is the so-called decentralized Christmas markets. So they've taken these big avenues, some of the main kind of like traffic uh, lines in the city and just spread out those booths across, you know, like multiple miles so that people oh, could still walk up to those booths and still purchase you know, all those uh, those items that they were interested in purchasing. And um, and then I think the, 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 the last thing that I found is also the virtual Christmas market, oh. like kind of with a mixed reality and virtual reality, where uh, if you had a smartphone or VR glasses even, you could digitally walk through these Christmas markets and then, you know, interact with vendors who had their online platforms, which I thought was really interesting. And quite frankly, as a German myself, um, (laughs) I think this has done wonders for pushing digitalization forth because especially in this industry that is very traditional and, you know, not a lot of like digital natives. Like I think this has, this has helped really open up the space for e-commerce and the horizon for most vendors. So um, obviously I think this is a kind of a great workaround and just like perusing the media and just, having like a little bit of a cursory overview uh i was reminded of how important culturally these christmas markets are because you find all these listicles and these diys for how to do how to how to make mullet wine at home how to make that kale soup at home like it's really all about getting the christmas spirit back for people whatever your comfort level is if you want to do a virtual tour if you want to do a drive through if you want to do a socially kind of distanced shop, or if you just want to do it from the comfort of your own home by just downloading these recipes and doing it for yourself. But I was reminded again this year of um, of how important this tradition is. And yeah. just by the sheer inventiveness of what people were doing. And uh, I know we're going to do a little bit of a recap next week, but... For me, this project that we're doing, you and I, Tamara, this this podcast, all the people that we're talking to and what I'm seeing this year is the inventiveness of mm-hmm. people and the perseverance yes. and the desire to just continue with their business, whatever it takes, finding new avenues. I see that very well reflected in in this particular in this particular industry that is the seasonal workers in Germany with their Christmas markets. And I tip my hat to that. And I'm very impressed because I think they're doing a great job. Yeah. I'd love to hear that because I was just blown away when, you know, when discovering the Christmas markets for the first time and it was just so fun and festive. And so it's nice to see that they are figuring out a way to take that fun and festivity Mm -hmm. And, you know, transform it because we have to. Um, and I think, I think that's something that's happening not just in business. Um, these people obviously need this for their business. But 
I'm seeing it in, in personal lives and, mm-hmm. and how we're all kind of behaving. And um, I just noticed, you know, in my little neighborhood that way more people are putting up uh, Christmas lights, including our own little household, which is <laughs> the very first time we put up Christmas lights. And people are really going out of their way to be just a little bit more festive. Right. And it's not so much about gifts. It's much more about just the spirit, which is really lovely to see. But speaking of gifts. um, Yes. So uh, talk to me about your gift guide. (laughs) Okay. So um, I have been thinking a lot about last minute gifts and work gifts. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly work gifts or business gifts to clients or to um, colleagues and employees. And um, I, I think it's such a nice thing to do just to show your appreciation for how much you've worked over the years and, and your relationships with people. And this year, it feels a little more important because we're not all working as much as we're used to. And I will say... That just a reminder, New Year's is a holiday as well. It's not right. just Christmas. It's not just Hanukkah. Um, and it's a thing I do partly out of um, me not being able to meet deadlines. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is I, I tend to give New Year's gifts to clients um, that I work with. And one thing that's great about it is it's a good differentiator. Most people mm-hmm. send their gifts before Christmas or before Hanukkah. And if you send them just before the end of the year, it stands out a little bit because, you know, just as people have gotten through that batch of holiday fudge that someone sent them before Christmas, you show up swooping in with some new holiday cheer. So if you haven't gotten your your gift yet, do not despair. There is still time. I guess that's the those those elusive twelve days of Christmas kind of uh, theory behind it. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, something. It might be justification, but that's okay. And also, I mean, while we're speaking of seasonal workers, um, I want to highlight the fact, obviously, that uh, USPS and and and, yes. and and FedEx and all the delivery vendors they're working overtime. I mean. In yes. general, during the holiday season, but especially this season, because people are so you know bound to their homes, so the volume of packages that need to get delivered and being distributed is even higher than before. So, so entertaining the idea of uh, potentially opting for a later delivery of your present, mm-hmm. or maybe even going smaller with just a card rather than yeah. a package of something could probably really alleviate a lot of the stress that some of our seasonal workers uh, working hard to deliver your packages are experiencing right now. Actually, um, speaking of both uh, deliveries and virtual Christmas parties, I talked to my mother the other day, and um, uh, shout out to my mom. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Pavel <Pablo's mom. laughs> Um And she told me about her Christmas party, and they did a little bit of a Secret Santa kind of thing, which I thought was really interesting. So, so they had like a spending limit, and they did the Secret Santa, uh, and then they all opened the thing on Zoom, which was a you know fun little mm-hmm. activity to do. Yeah. However, my mother was adamant about let's not just have a spending limit. But let's also limit it to something that fits in an envelope or a larger envelope and a manila envelope so that we're not stressing out 
some of the people delivering our packages even more, that we're not producing more waste. So, which I thought was a very interesting kind of thought, really. And and it goes to what you're saying, spreading out Christmas cheer and joy over time. You don't have to deliver stuff before Christmas. It's actually just as yeah. much fun to receive it in um, in early January. And since we're an international Absolutely. podcast um, in <laughs> France... Uh, there's a big tradition of having presents on the 6th of January, which is that, uh, wow, you know. Wow, I like yeah, that. So that, That's a good yeah, tradition. So. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Well, let's talk about gifts. Come on. Sorry. Let's talk yeah, about we're gifts. talking about gifts. We've got to talk about gifts. All right. So yeah. I have some categories. So the first category right. is shop small. Mm -hmm. So if you listen to, and I hope you did, our retail episode, mm -hmm. it's so important these small businesses really, really rely on on our business as, mm -hmm. as consumers. So a really handy tool with, by a big business, American Express, Not this is not an ad. They have a tool where you can, um, you can actually input your area or the business name and you could find small businesses in your area. Mm -hmm. And we'll link to that. We'll link to everything, mm -hmm. which I thought was a really cool idea. So if you're looking for a particular thing or just like, hey, what's around me? What's a small business? So you can really support them. And then another, another one, which I found, which also has one day rush shipping for an extra fee, which is I thought was a really cute idea, were these hand-embroidered hats. So it's like either like a baseball kind of style hat or a ski hat. So it's small business. It's on Etsy. So you can do it anywhere in the country, but it still is a small business. And you can send this to one person or a bunch of people with your logo or a message or whatever. And I thought that was a really, really cute idea. Yeah, absolutely. And also, I want to stress um, something that we've said both in the retail episode and with um, with all of our other professionals too. Um, uh, support them in in the ways that fit your wallet. So so we've had yes. so we've had uh, Charles J from Urbane. You know, <clears throat> check out his store. If there's something that you like, check out Zelva Negra. If there's something that you like, maybe get a gift card. Check out MP Co. Check out their stuff. Like if you're looking at clothes, those are, you know, women owned and and, and businesses and, and black owned businesses. Look at that. Uh, also, in terms of what we've learned in the retail episode, if you go to a store, don't be, you know, rude. Wear your mask. <laughs> Wear your mask. Just yes, you know, you know, just just do it, and and and, and appreciate your your local businesses, um, or or if we're looking at our photographers, like, <clears throat> um, reach out to them this season and see if they're offering some sort of discounts for for a photo shoot that you're planning next year. Like, book it this year, do it next year. Like everybody is so flexible and everybody appreciates your business. So so really keep in mind those those businesses that that you love and appreciate and how you can support them. Yeah, absolutely. And and to that end, gift certificates are fabulous. Right. So you can give gift certificates to someone's local business and that's such a great a great way to support a local business and to give people something that they really want. Oh, yeah. And also, sorry, just by the way, rather than just streaming just Frenchie's music, 
download it on <laughs> iTunes. I did download it. Honestly, it's worth it because the quality is much better than a stream. Like depending on what streaming yes. service you use, like you 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 gotta get the crisp audio. Like do it. <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> and oh, here's another thing. What and I did this right after that episode. So we did an episode on music. If you haven't listened to it, listen to it. It's great. Episode eight. Um. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Episode eight. So if you don't stream the music and we can't go to concerts, sadly, but you have a loved one or a friend or a colleague mm-hmm. who's really into a band, buy a present, right. buy merchandise, right. buy something from that band that they love. And that's a really great way to do something personal and you're supporting two people. Absolutely. So, so wait, I got to tell you my next category, Pavel. Oh, what is it? Shop local. Right. Got it. Shopping local is, is key. And I'm going to cover two categories. I mean, you could shop local for anything, mm-hmm. but I've got two. I've got two that are good. So for alcohol delivery, because look, for business associates, unless they don't drink, which is great. I, got an, I have an option for them too. Mm-hmm. But if they drink, alcohol delivery is always welcomed. Especially and, and, right now. <laughs> especially right now, especially during COVID. Um one of them, and in fact, the virtual party that that um, Pablo and I went to, um, what they did was they sent a local right. uh, wine shop and they sent us the champagne that we were going to use to toast with during the virtual party, yeah. which was such a genius idea. It was so beautiful and lovely and, and I loved it and appreciated it and I'm currently appreciating the champagne. Yeah. Also, w- women but, owned, by the way, you know, just, you know. It's women-owned, yeah. which I also loved and have recommended it. It's called... Um, okay. I can't remember what it's called, but I will put it in the show notes. Vinovore. We'll put that yes. in the show notes. That's for LA only. But what I learned is that it's really easy to search the local area where you're sending the gift. Mm-hmm. And you'll find... If they don't have a service, you'll find local local liquor stores and um, will do that. They will just deliver wherever you wherever you need them to in the local area. So it's a really great way to shop small from a distance. And there's also services where they will deliver a specific cocktail like a Moscow Mule mm-hmm. or a martini and they'll they'll deliver a little kit to the person so that they don't have to, they'll have everything. Like you'll get at martinis and you'll have all the, the fixings. And that's really lovely. I just want to point mm-hmm. out there has been a legislative change about that, that actually people and, and, and small business owners can now ship uh, alcohol because here in the U.S., this wasn't always a given like in other parts of the world. Like there were heavy restrictions on who was an authorized uh, retailer for alcohol, especially in the e-commerce business. So, so this is as we're always trying to like highlight some of the the innovations that have come of this pandemic this is this is one of them that it has propelled mm-hmm. businesses forward yeah that's a that's a great point the the other thing is flowers right everybody loves flowers like so great and shop local for flowers like no offense but don't go to FTD or these big giant <laughs> companies yeah. not no offense to FTD I'm sure they're fabulous but go directly to that local shop. It just takes a couple minutes to search in a local area and find something. I did this recently. The flowers were incredible. It was a wonderful, lovely experience. 
So just think about that. Just think about really shopping local. I think that is one of the best things you can do for um, your local economy, your community, and the environment. And especially this year, because there are so many people who who had retail stores and who were very bound to their locale, uh, who have branched out into the online world. I mean, we've heard this in, in our sixth episode, in the retail episode, that that even people who were so dedicated to having a local presence and to having a store and having a storefront, a brick-and-mortar store, that with what is going on right now with this pandemic, they were able to translate this into an interesting online venture. So... So uh, reaffirm these people in their business decisions by by actively seeking them out online and, and purchasing from them. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and earlier you mentioned Black-owned business. Right, yeah. So I found a great gift guide called shopblack.us mm-hmm. and it's S-H-O-P-P-E black.us. When I was perusing that, I found some amazing, amazing um, shops. And one of them is called Philip Ashley Chocolates. Mm -hmm. And they have these amazing designer chocolates that look ridiculously delicious and beautiful. They also have gift cards and they ship. And who does not love a beautiful, fancy chocolate? I I, I wouldn't know anybody. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. I don't even want to know that person. Yeah. And if you're um, if you're looking for someone who is maybe doesn't want to eat chocolate because of health reasons, I found another beautiful company called Steep and Sip Teas. Mm. So they ship in two to three days, and they're these lovely, lovely, beautiful teas that you can send to people who maybe aren't coffee drinkers or they're not chocolate eaters. Um, so those were two. Just two great black-owned businesses that I wanted to highlight, and I think it's just such a great thing to continue to think about and really support black-owned business, person of color-owned business, and women and minorities. That's such a business. great idea because two close friends of mine just got married, and uh, they don't really drink alcohol, so I'm just gonna send them a bunch of teas. So, yes, check tea. Check. Tea is tea is great. <laughs> yeah. Tea is great, and I because I am a giant, 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 giant sweet lover. Right. I found two great things. Now, these are not necessarily small, mm-hmm. but I think these are some really cool ideas. One of them is called sugarwish.com. And how it works is you order, it's kind of like a gift card, but you, so you order the amount, like I want to spend X number of dollars and the person gets to pick the type of sweet thing. <gasps> Love it. So Yeah. yeah. Right? So you don't have to say like, hey, I'm sending you truffles and the person doesn't like truffles. So they get to pick also, what they want. Also, who doesn't like truffles? Who up. are you and what I are you doing know. listening to this know. podcast? But whatever. Continue. I, yeah, I know. I don't know. Well, let's not offend our Skittles lovers. Mm. Um, and then there's another one. Um, I think Milk Bar is pretty pretty famous, but there it's called Milk Bar Store and they have this amazing cookie tins. They have other things, but they have these cookie tins um, and you can choose your cookie and send it, and it looks fantastic. And who does not want to have cookies on their doorstep? I mean, I wouldn't know. <laughs> um, so, of course, like the other thing to say is that everybody likes money. So, if you're wanting to think of something to send an assistant or or someone who um, is not 
very high up on the financial food chain. Everybody loves money. Everybody loves gift cards. And then finally, there's also, um, for people who are above you on the food chain, a great gift is always a charitable donation. Absolutely. Charities are struggling, you guys. They're struggling because people have less money to spend this year. So really think about, you know, if you want to send something to your boss or your clients, like donate in their name to a charity that they love or that you love. And that's a really lovely way to spread the love and spread the holiday spirit. It is. And in that same spirit and kind of bringing it back to how this entire project affected by has started, like also keep in mind the people that you know who work in industries that are currently not being supported, like, for instance, the live events industry. So uh, yes. in our very first episode, we talked about the live events coalition. But on an international level, like in the UK, we have uh, also people struggling in the events industry. So go and check that out on Instagram at uh, hashtag we make events. And in other regions that you may have friends or family members just get informed and see if if there are initiatives that support the people who produce the content and the entertainment that you love and consider signing up for donations or any kind of other engagements that help their causes yeah absolutely absolutely um so i think that's it that's our that's our holiday episode. It is, but it wouldn't be an episode without reminding people you can still review us on Apple Podcasts, subscribe <laughs> to us on your favorite platform, uh, spread the word, spread the joy, stay safe, get in touch with us at affectedbypod at gmail.com or on all the social media, not all the social media platforms, but on Instagram and Twitter at uh, affected by pod. That's it. That's it. And thank you. And have a very, very happy holiday. And we will be back next week with a year end episode. Oh, yeah. With yeah. some super good information and content for you. So exactly. Tuned. Yeah. So uh, stay tuned for our year end episode next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Because we missed this in the main episode, I just want to say the best gift guide of all is take notes during the year. Whenever your friend or your spouse or whoever says something that they're obsessing about or that they're thinking about, take out your phone, take out your OneNote, your Evernote, your app, your Keep, whatever your note-taking app of choice is, and write it down. And then remind yourself at the beginning of December that you have a list of things that people have told you what they'd like. And that's the best gift guide of all. Be attentive. I agree. (laughs) Yes, it is.